When you start a new project, do you dive straight in or are you a bit more circumspect? Today, I want to share with you 14 things I've learned about starting new creative projects that I wished someone had told me 20 years ago. Welcome to Morning Creative. I'm Mark Stedman and we're wrapping up a month looking at commitment now, commitment is its a big word. We looked at devotion as another potential word that might work for you, but both might seem a little bit lofty and maybe a little bit strong, right? I, I, I totally get it. You know, you might not be here to do big work right now. You, you might be just putting out a bit of music or streaming or, or, you know, doing a bit of creative freelancing maybe. And you're not really at that point of doing like, big commitment type work but at some point hopefully you are going to get to that point um you are going to get to the point of doing big work um and so when you're ready these are 14 things that i've learned about starting number one is to make a solemn agreement to show up for your audience for a set period of time so maybe that's six weeks uh, or six months, or even longer. Um, pick a project and then work at that project in public. So right at the beginning of this series, uh, at the beginning of uh, January, I was talking about making Morning Creative a year-long commitment. Now, one of the things that I think is worthwhile thinking about is that's not going to work for everybody. I, I, you know, I completely know that. Um, but I think sometimes the reasons that we give ourselves for why that doesn't work is not necessarily as insurmountable a reason as we might think. Um, there are always ways to make your day fit the creative project that you want, and I, I'm a big I'm a big believer in that. And it often doesn't feel possible, but if it's important enough to you, and if you if you see that moment, you go, you know what? I think there's something in this. If you get to that moment, then I think you can move things around in in surprising ways. But uh, I've also been reading this amazing book by Michael uh, Bungay-Stanya, which is called How to Begin. And he talks about just, you know, starting, but not necessarily committing to that big, wide, long, year-long commitment. But, you know, could you do something for six weeks? The important thing is setting that intention uh, and then following through with it. And for me doubly important is doing that in public. So number two is setting the conditions under which you you are allowed to quit, um, but not basing those conditions on temporary factors or temporary setbacks. So we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Uh, this comes uh, from the book The Dip by uh, Seth Godin. And the idea is, uh, if I take it back to the running analogy, because that's nice and, and simple and easy, if you're going to go out for a run, you have this predefined set of conditions or what are the reasons that I'm allowed to stop running? Is it because I'm about to have a heart attack? Uh, is it because I'm about to injure myself? Um, if it's not one of those reasons, then, you know, if, if I've got a stitch, if my belly aches, if my legs ache, if I'm bored, like those aren't the conditions that I've predefined. And there's something about setting those conditions. And when you meet them, or when you meet those scenarios that don't meet those conditions, you're sort of going, nope, you know what? That that wasn't on the list. I'm not allowed to uh, quit. Because you could make one of those conditions if I really feel like I can't go on. And I think so much, when you know, something like running, but all, you know, anything that 
involves a bit of endurance, I think you you will surprise yourself how much you actually can keep going. Uh, number three, don't spend too long on planning. Uh, if you're expressing a viewpoint in your work, then start from that viewpoint that you're expressing and then think about the ways that you can reach people who have the same viewpoint. Um, now, you know, I, I have a variety of, of friends in, in different creative fields, and this isn't necessarily going to feel to everyone. Like, it might not feel to you like that's something that jives with you, you know? You might not be thinking about any real meaning behind your work, but I, I'm pretty sure there is something in there because there's a world viewpoint that you're expressing in your work, and that is a view of the world as you would like it to be. And so once you've got that, that can then become the sort of beacon that you light to let everybody else know this is where to gather. Like this is where we hang out because we believe the same things. And like I said, it, you could be making shout out to my mate, Tom, who, who makes video essays and who streams like you could be doing that. And they're, they're funny and they take a long time and they have this, you know, maybe a, a dryness or a sardonicness about them. But there's a viewpoint there. There's a there's a worldview there. There's an opinion there. And that is an idea of how he wants the world to work or how he thinks the world should work. Um, and I think once you've got that, that can then become your you know, the thing that people flock to rather than sitting down as some of us do and thinking, okay, I want to start this creative project. Who exactly is my avatar? Who is exactly is it for? And there's a place for that. But I think... Um, it can hamstring us sometimes. It can maybe take out a bit of the, the creative momentum right from the beginning. Number four then is go all in. Um, but remember, the universe doesn't care how much you believe in yourself. <laughs> so you like have that self-belief, but remember that the universe might not share that and it might not care how much you know you can do this. It will throw things at you that might shake you off kilter. So you know, the way of thinking about this is jump out the aeroplane, but before you do, make sure that you <laughs> check that you've got a parachute and a working backup as well. I'm not a person who says, you know, jump off the cliff and figure out how to get, you know, uh, make your way safely downwards, like uh, after you've jumped. Um, you know, as someone who's potentially done that before, uh, and, you know, as we get a, a little bit older and we have more responsibilities, it's like, that's not a life that, we, that's not something that, that we all get to do. So I'm I'm a big believer in shift your world around and put the time in and put the effort in to make this thing happen, but make sure that there is something in place if the world has other plans for you. And that's it. It's not about not believing in yourself. It's about the fact that sometimes stuff shifts underneath us that we have no control over, and you want to make sure that you are protected to some degree as much as anyone can be against that. Number five, not everyone's going to be with you. We talked a little bit about this. Well, we talked a lot about this yesterday. Bring along the people who get it and then have patience for those who can't see far enough in the future to where you can see, because you've got this vision, you've got this idea, and some people are going to say, cool, all right, you know, good luck. Other people are going to be like, I don't like where that's going, you know, and if you feel that that is the place you want to go and you've you've done the thinking, you know, you're not just plunging in, you've got your your safety nets, you've got your parachutes, then maybe it's time to have a conversation with that person to say, listen, I'm I'm maybe going somewhere that you don't want to follow. 
Number six, create a mini manifesto. Something that says, this is what I believe, and this is the better world that I'm aiming towards. So, you know, talked about that briefly earlier. Think about the work that you're doing. Think about, you know, if, if that does feel lofty, consider what's missing in the world that your creative work is here to fix. And again, like, you might not think of your work in those terms, but I'm pretty sure it's in there because it's based on how you want the world to work. Number seven, don't judge yourself on your past failures, but on the progress that you're making now. It's a nice and simple one. Number eight, set a routine and make it a priority. I've already said this is a drum I'm going to keep banging on. Continuous improvement and sustainable work is always going to win over perfection. It's going to win out every day. Number nine, um, constraints whether it's money or time or energy, they don't have to be reasons that you don't get started. Limitations can help you do more interesting work. Um, One of the early January episodes, I talked about uh, 28 days later and how budgetary constraints allowed them, if you like, to make, in some ways, a more interesting and gritty film. So what are the things that are in your way right now that you can embrace? What feels like a limitation that is something that you can actually harness and use to your advantage? If you've only got half an hour a day, then the task becomes, what can I do in half an hour? What can I make? And make that the actual thing. Like, this is the show in which I make a thing in, you know, 30 minutes. It doesn't have to be a show, but you get the idea. Number 10. Measure stuff that aligns with your purpose, that's within your control, and that forms part of a regular habit that you can track. So this is thinking about goal setting versus making what we call packs, which are things that are purposeful, actionable, continuous, and trackable. So rather than setting goals for numbers of downloads or numbers of followers or listeners or watch time, all those things that we so often feel like we've got to think about, instead, think about your output. Think about what you're going to do, what you're going to invest in your work, because that work, that investment, if it's properly aligned, it will pay off uh, a lot more than watching a, a graph will. Number 11, positive feedback gives us a morale boost in challenging times. So bring together the compliments you get from your work and revisit them from time to time when you need motivation. Keep a compliments file. Keep everything nice that people say about your work. If it's written down somewhere, if it exists somewhere, if there's a video of it, whatever, keep it and keep it close. Number 12, don't be too attached to negative feedback. Even experts can be wrong about what's good and what's bad. Also, your work might not be good right now, and that's okay, because if it were, you'd already be in this position that you want to be in. So allow yourself to get better, but keep doing that in public. Let us see you get better. I'm trying to get better every time I do this show. and. Anyone who's been here from the beginning will know the changes that I've made, uh, especially since early January and, and you know what that's done to the show. Nearly there now. Number 13, setbacks and challenges are inevitable in creative careers. There's always more adventure to be had. So embrace uncertainty and seek new challenges. They keep us motivated 
and eager for growth. And finally, number 14, and it could be numbers 1 to 13, and it's it's becoming my mantra. I'm going to get it on a T-shirt. I might even have it in giant letters emblazoned on my wall behind me because I believe it so much. Don't give up. That doesn't mean continue to do the same thing week in, week out, ignoring the feedback and and, and just plowing through and, you know, I'm just going to do this. Everybody says, just keep going. That's not what I mean. I don't mean keep doing exactly the same thing that you were doing. I don't mean crush your soul because you feel that you're supposed to do what an algorithm says and put out this content. Like, I want you to do this from a place of joy and from fun or for like wherever it authentically comes from, wherever that, that spark that wants you to make a thing, whether it's a silly thing or a profound thing, that spark that wants you to make a thing, don't let that die. It's too important. The world needs your creativity. Now more than ever, we are in a world that is getting more confusing, scarier, more polarized. Yes, we are also better off and more connected in, in than we have ever been as a, as a civilization. But right now, we need your art. We need your creativity. We need your originality. We need all of that because it feeds us and you need it because frankly it makes you feel better so don't give up thank you very much for being with me today what a pleasure and a privilege it is uh, to talk to you and to know that i've you know we've had this conversation for however long it's been and you haven't turned off um where you know with me trying to say these are things you should do like this is not a space that I have been comfortable occupying in in my life of being the guy who's like, I think I know what you should do. Like, that's never been my thing. Over the last couple of years, I've had the privilege to work with some people who've, who've allowed me to think, you know what, maybe I have some good thoughts now and again, and I'm continuing to learn, you know? Uh, and so thank you for, for spending this time with me and for listening. And if you've got any feedback, if you've got any thoughts, if you've got any counterpoints to anything I've said there, if I didn't go deep enough or, you know, you disagree, mark at morningcreative.fm is my email address. And if you like what you what you heard, then um, if, if you have a another starter in your life, someone else who's starting something fun, creative, big or small, share this episode with them. Um, and hopefully it will be really helpful and valuable to them. Now, tomorrow we are going to look at building your creative dream team. Who can give you the love, the support, the kick up the bum and the real talk that you need to do great work? So we'll take a look at that tomorrow. In the meantime, you're brilliant. And I look forward to speaking to you again very soon. Take care. Thanks for listening. You can find all of my past episodes and leave your feedback on this one at morningcreative.fm. You can find me at Hello Stedman anywhere you hang out online. And if you want to go behind the scenes into how I'm building a creative business that pays the bills and keeps me happy, you can sign up to my weekly newsletter at hellostedman.com. Until next time, you're brilliant. Brilliant.